Welcome to This Grit and Grace Life. You've got questions, we've got answers. From the boardroom to the bedroom, car lines to college, single, married, or single again, we're bringing real answers to help you live and love your grit and grace life. Welcome to This Grit and Grace Life. I'm Darlene Brock. What's up, friends? I kind of wanted to start with singing Katy Perry Firework, but we won't. I'm Julie Bender. So it is the 4th of July Independence Day today. I love 4th of July. It's because my birthday was like two days ago. I just want to get that in here real quick before we move on to you know what we're actually here to talk about. Yeah, but Julie, your birthday is usually six weeks long. I don't think you, <sighs> you need know, to. You I've really matured. I haven't had a good birthday in two years, but oh. maybe this was the year that the you know universe was righted. <laughs> Perhaps so. <laughs> But anyway, we're going to talk a little bit about Independence Day today, and you know, we're going to go from there to independent women. But let's start like with it. this nation that we uh, we live in, and that we're here to celebrate, right? Yes, we, we believe are. in celebrating Independence Day for what it is. Fun internet facts about the Fourth of July: Benjamin Franklin invented the lightning rod, but he didn't stop there. Did you know he also is credited for the urinary catheter? No, I did not. I didn't either, and I think there would be several people who uh, experience that pleasure, I say that loosely, and not really appreciate the fact that he ever did it. I mean, you need it when you need it. Speaking of the actual holiday, once upon a time, we didn't even have the 4th of July holiday. Although Americans celebrated it informally, it was not an official day off until 1941. That is interesting to me. That feels like just a minute ago. Yeah. Yeah. Two of America's most well-known symbols aren't actually American by origin. You might know that the Statue of Liberty was a gift from France, but did you know the Liberty Bell was made in London? And did you know that the word Pennsylvania is actually misspelled on the Liberty Bell? That made me sad to read. <laughs> Do you think they added like a... Too expensive to fix? Or <laughs> buff it out and try again? I don't understand. <laughs> I don't know. It's already broken. You know, it's got That's that true. sweet little crack in it, so they'd probably really mess it up. It's just like the imperfection. Of it, I guess. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, this one. Former President Andrew Jackson taught his parrot how to curse <laughs> to the extent that the parrot had to be removed from the president's funeral because it was cursing too much. Well, I just really need to know a lot more about this. Was uh, it cursing about Andrew having been passed away? Was he mad at some of the people who are participating in the funeral? I need to know more about this. I but love amazing. it. I would have loved to be a member of that, not a member of the funeral, but a participant <laughs> who got to experience that bizarre moment. Interesting. In 1893, an amendment was proposed to rename our country to the United States of Earth. It didn't I wonder, pass. <laughs> it's crazy. It didn't pass. But do you wonder who actually thought that was a good idea? I do wish the internet included that little tidbit on our list here. I do as well. So, you know, I'm sure you're going to fireworks tonight. And if you are, here's a thought. Never let an intern be in charge of the fireworks. I mean, just be extra careful with the fireworks tonight. Absolutely. Absolutely. So because today is Independence Day, a day that we are really reminded and encouraged to celebrate America's freedom, we want to do that, but also talk a little bit more personally about what independence looks like for us as women. So I think let's just start with Independence Day today that we're celebrating and why we are. I mean, this country that we live in is actually pretty great. Mm -hmm. 
we have been given so many opportunities because we were fortunate enough to be born here. It's true. I mean, when you look anywhere today, there's so much division and talk about, you know, whether we should still celebrate America. And there are many incredible things about this great nation. I mean, the fact that we, you know, are privileged to live here and and experience so many opportunities and rights and freedoms, it's dangerous to forget to honor and celebrate those things, especially on a day like today. Things like the fact that we as a nation have been incredibly generous throughout our history, both to the people who live here and people who may want to come here. You know, Julie, we really have stepped up and fought in wars where others need to be defended. We have built hospitals and orphanages and even put in water wells and added livestock to people, communities who can't do it on their own to help them become self-sufficient. Think of how many children who have been adopted from other nations and you know cared for here because they couldn't have been cared for where they're from. Or when disaster strikes in our nation and even in other places of the world, the generosity and the desire to help that is part of the American spirit. And I do know, you know, there's this constant conversation about uh, immigration right now. But, you know, the reality is we have been generous and open-armed when people were starving in other countries or they were under communist regime. This was a safe haven, and we should be proud of that. Mm -hmm. And are we saying that America is perfect? No. 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 (laughs) Just like none of us are perfect. Um, But it is a place that is filled with flawed humans who do desire to seek the good of the nation and of the many. Well, and I think we should build off of the good and not just completely revisit the bad because we want to be better. We want to be stronger. But to do that, we have to be unified with what we know we've done well. I mean, let's pause and really count some of the freedoms that we experience here in America, the freedom of speech, the freedom of religion. I mean, these are incredibly important things that are at the fiber of the foundation of our nation. It's true. And in addition to that, I know there there will always be a battle for equality. Mm-hmm. But the laws on our land have been constructed in such a way that it determines there should be equality. The very founding documents speak of equality. And it's something that we strive for imperfectly, but it's something we strive for here in this country, need to continue to, but recognize in many ways we have made progress. Yeah, and it's that progress that this day is meant to celebrate. So even if there's some part of you that's frustrated with something that's going on in our nation, we get that. We feel those same things. But I guess it's just our heart to say, let's pause and celebrate who we are as a nation and who we are striving to be and not just discard all of that national pride for the areas we all acknowledge we need to grow in. So go to the fireworks. Just be careful who's setting them up. (laughs) (laughs) And keep all your fingers, please, tonight. So, you know, that takes us to the next conversation that I kind of wanted to build off of, and that is the independence of women. Hmm. Because we find ourselves today in so many situations alone, Hmm. single, doing it by ourselves, or... Even not, we may be in a place where we have to develop independence in whatever area that we live and exist. And so how do we do that? How do we do it well in a healthy way? I feel like if we're going to go into a conversation about healthy independence, 
what is independence? What do we believe the definition of independence truly is so that we can kind of build from that and kind of use that as our benchmark to decide if, if that's who we are in this moment or if that's something we need to be striving towards. Mm, that's good, Julie. You know, the reality is we need each other. We are relational humans. Mm-hmm. We were made to love one another, care for one another, live in community. Mm-hmm. But to do that well, we have to have our own independence. Mm-hmm. We have to have our own self-worth. We have to feel valued ourselves. And to, and that is healthy independence. So it's almost the ability to stand alone, but also the capacity to be interdependent and connected to others. Yeah, and I think often we're viewed as needing people, needing mm. others, needing to be around. For some reason, I think men are perceived as a little more naturally independent than we are. And mm. that could be true to a degree because women are more relational in general, but that does not mean that we can't be or shouldn't be independent as well. So if we do find ourselves in this position where we are uh, independent in that we aren't in a relationship, you know, how does that potentially discolor or affect our view of ourselves. Because the truth is, is you and I are both married women, and yet we still need to be independent. And to the listener who is single and not in a you know long-term or committed relationship, she needs her independence just as much. And so what does that look like? You mentioned, you know, having our value or our worth kind of depicted on whether we need or are connected with others. And I think that's something that we need to kind of check ourselves whether we're in a relationship or not. Am I self-sufficient in believing that I am valuable on my own, inherently on my own, regardless of what my relationship status looks like? It's true. I read something a few years ago, Julie, uh, a writer, oh, I don't know, I think she wrote in like the 1940s of all times about every woman should build her own independence because you never, ever know what's coming your way. Yeah. And it, that seemed kind of contradictory to me because in that era, everybody got married. Everybody and stayed married know, no matter what. It's yes, it was. This is this is what you did. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't always the case that it would stay that way. And that is, you know, as you said, some of us are married. Some of us are single. But neither state is exactly where we will stay. Life changes. So how do we become independent in the middle of it? Yeah. And I think another kind of sometimes can be confused with independence is your, is your social, you know, uh, personality, you know, are you more bent toward connecting and, and being around others more extroverted or are you more introverted, more, you know, prefer to be alone or with a smaller crowd. And I guess we want to clarify that that's a separate conversation, you know, whether you're introverted or extroverted, there's still value in being able to stand on your own. Yeah, because it doesn't matter whether you are extroverted or introverted. I think I'm both. I think I just, some days I want to talk to everybody. Other (laughs) days, I just want to stay home and everybody leave me alone. Well, at one point, I spent thousands of dollars to learn about the Uh (laughs) Myers-Briggs. And part of Myers-Briggs assessment is your introversion or extroversion. And actually, everyone is created with both. Ah. We do all possess both introversion and extroversion. The question there is, which one is your more natural bent? 
in your most comfortable of settings, do you gravitate more toward connecting with others and getting your energy from people? Or do you recharge and get more energy when you're by yourself? Interesting. And that was your $5,000 MBT. Thank you very much, Julie. I didn't pay for it. Got (laughs) it for free. I appreciate that. (laughs) You know, the thing is, we have to find independence in ourselves because that's, it comes from you. It doesn't come from anybody else reinforcing or encouraging. It comes with you finding your worth and being okay being alone by yourself with you because you actually like you. Mm Well, and if we like us, we are more comfortable being alone and more confident presenting ourselves in a healthy way to the people around us when necessary. Or like you said, just being on our own, doing things on our own, pursuing ideas that we have, whether there's support from others, you know, using our talents and gifts, not fearful of what others might think of them or if they're enough compared to what someone else can do. Have you ever gone to a movie by yourself? No, I don't go anywhere by myself. <laughs> well, you have a baby and an almost nine. Or the other a nine. day, I did spend a lot of time dreaming about what it would like to go, be, go by myself somewhere this weekend. Yeah, that's mm. one thing about independence is, hey, I get to be alone. This is great. But you know what? It's kind of freeing to do things like that, to mm. say, I'm comfortable. I want to see this movie. Nobody's available. I'm, I'm going to go. Yeah. And I'm going to sit there and eat my popcorn by myself and, and not, not share, share with anyone. Yeah. <laughs> so whatever candy I want inside of it. Exactly. Exactly. So you know what, there's there's an upside to being independent. But to become truly independent, we have to discover our worth. Hmm. We have to find our value. We have to dig deep and say what is in us that is worth being happy about and content with where I like me. So much, so much. So maybe I just want to encourage you to pause now instead of continuing to listen and say, wow, that sounds so great for them. And, and just sit and think, what am I good at? What is great about me? Regardless of what you do, it really isn't about doing, it's about being. This is ultimately about confidence in who you are at your core. So do you maybe need to spend a minute independent of <laughs> anyone else and focus on your goodness? What makes you you? Yeah, absolutely. And we spoke in another episode of making a list for your kids about what you like about them and encouraging them because you see things in them. Well, do it for yourself. You know, you would write down for your kid, you are kind. You would write down for your child, you are, you are studious or tenacious or whatever it is. Do it for yourself. Make that list for you and then Put it in your pocket, put it in your purse, get it out when you need to and go, yeah, that's me. Put it as a screensaver on your phone so yeah. you see it every 54th time you pick it up today. I think what that does when you discover your worth and you're comfortable with you, it gives you the ability to kind of step out of this crazy world that we're in and time to ponder, time to create, time to meditate, time to dream. Time alone gives you the ability to kind of have freedom of thought. Yeah. And with that comes a greater self-awareness and ultimately a greater self-confidence, which truthfully we could probably all benefit from, except maybe you. You seem pretty confident. You go, girl. You, <laughs> you know what? I, I was talking to Lauren, my daughter, the other day about that, and I said there were times in my career that I would walk in a room thinking I am the dumbest person in this room. 
And I would look around and go, yep, yep, I am for sure. Mm -hmm. And I go, but you know what? I'm going to figure out what I don't know. Mm -hmm. And that's part of building your self-confidence because I knew I knew my weakness. I knew what I needed to learn, and I just set out to learn it. Yeah. Well, and knowing that you had some weaknesses probably ultimately put you ahead of some of those people in that room. Yeah, some of them thought they were smarter than they were, too, but I believed it at the time. (laughs) Um, And and the truth is, is that being independently dependent has a great benefit on all of our relationships. When we figure this out, when we're, you know... uh, able to be who we are completely independent of needing someone else to define us. It allows our relationships with other people, which are incredibly important to ultimately be healthier. We did an episode a few episodes ago on he's a keeper or he's not. And, you know, we want to hold out for the right man because he may not be a keeper. Well, you have to be willing to be alone. If you want to take that step, you have to be comfortable with yourself and go, I'm better off without this relationship than with this one of a man that's not worthy of my dependence, of my love, compassion. And that's really important because those decisions are hard and they're even harder if you can't do it alone. Mm -hmm. I wonder how many times I've said on this podcast that I guarantee you It is worse to be in an unhealthy or unhappy relationship than it is to be alone. But I'm just going to say it again. Yeah. And she's lived it, ladies. So she ain't talking just for talking's sake. If you're looking for that relationship, the reality is a healthy union between a man and a woman are two independent people who choose to depend on each other. Oof. I mean, that's a tattoo right there. Just kidding. I'm just really That's a very to, long one. I, well, you know, uh, <laughs> yeah. maybe I could just do like the symbols for it or something. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> Emojis. Yeah. But it's so true. I mean, the healthiest relationship are two people who are solid on their own and yet choose to depend on one another through thick, through thin, sickness, health, all the things. But it's not only our relationship with the opposite sex. It's our relationships in general that will benefit by us becoming valuable to ourselves to be independently healthy. Yeah, I mean, there's so much we glean from relationships with other people who are very different from us in all areas of our life, you know, from our kids. I mean, they're similar and yet very different to our neighbors, to, you know, people in the community, to leaders that we serve with or under, no matter where you're talking about what part of your life, there's so much growth that happens when you're in a healthy place and then you're able to cross divides overlook barriers, you know, be willing to take from and give to people who are different from us. That ultimately just really creates an even deeper character of our own. It does. And to be willing to step into people's world that we may not be comfortable with. Now, it could be you're around someone who is the head of a company that looks very powerful and important, or, you know, someone that's culturally different than you. And you're intimidated. You feel like you can't relate. You can't make the bridge to them. And you start doubting yourself. Well, I want to tell you, don't do that. Hmm. Don't do that because we are all, the baseline is the same. Our needs are the same. Our desires are the same. We want to love and be loved. We want to build the relationships. doesn't matter how powerful or not powerful you are. does not matter what culture you come from. 
we have the same starting point and we need each other but we need to be strong enough to cross that barrier independent enough to be willing to take that risk and talk to that person that we may be intimidated by and I have found in my life when I did that I was surprised at how normal real that these people are that the person that I decided to approach wanted to be approached mm -hmm. wanted to chat was real and honest, and it brought growth to me by just doing it. Maybe changing lanes, but still staying on the topic. I think something that feels like it's counterintuitive to independence, but actually is kind of like we talked about, deepens it, is generosity. We can stand our own, and yet we choose to give of ourselves in a variety of ways, you know, time, talents, finances, time, I just want to say time again, because that's our most valuable asset. When we're willing to know what we're worth and yet give of ourselves to others, think of how that challenges us, but also blesses the person we're giving to, however that might look. Well, and I think you do do it your way. You do what you see someone else wants. I, I read a story the other day about a woman who posted on Instagram that she made a hot lunch for her husband every day that he went to work. She was a stay-at-home mom taking care of their kids, had been a marketing exec, but she every day made him a hot lunch. She was absolutely ridiculed uh -huh. Uh -huh, because she made her husband a hot lunch. Now, I'm not saying you have to do that. I have or a lot you of don't. questions. Like, did she send it in a thermos? Did she deliver it? Did he come it home and eat it? It was an awesome little container. Okay. I hope she the put the Amazon link there. She's trying to get that influencer <laughs> money. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I do. Brilliant idea, Julie. I didn't go that far. I was just impressed with her. And she basically said, I'm doing this because I want to. Yeah. He works hard. At this point in our lives, his job is to provide for the family. My job is to care for my family. Mm -hmm. And I don't care what you say. That's what I'm choosing to do. Well, that woman was independent. She right. was not dependent. She was doing her own version of life mm -hmm. at that point. And I think that's what we need to embrace is whatever that looks like, you do you. Well, let's take that one step further because you're saying you're, this woman was doing this beautiful thing and yet others were judging her for it. I can't stand it. But are we confident enough in ourselves to stand for what we believe, whether it's making lunch or educating our children or going to work, whatever it is, regardless of what other people think about us? I mean, that's ultimately a test of our independence. Can we do what we think is right, even in the face of opposition or misunderstanding? Well, and sadly enough, hers is just an example of the voices that are out there. If you happen to say what you do and there's someone who once feels the need to tell you that you're wrong, um, I have such little patience for this, mm -hmm. but it makes us reticent to stand for or promote or encourage the lifestyle that we think is important, mm -hmm. that we believe is right and good. I guess I would just remind us that it's good to stand for whatever we're doing and it's right to allow grace and compassion for other people in our lives who have different things that they're standing for, to lead with that grace and with empathy and with confidence in your conviction and space for someone else's. And, and we can all exist in that independence and encourage it in one another and those around us. Well, and I think 
becoming an independent woman, you also recognize your own weaknesses, your own vulnerabilities, your own shortcomings. Um, understanding those help you actually become stronger because you can work through a lot of them, but it also makes you go in life looking at someone else who you may not agree with or you may see them stumble or you may see them struggle, and you, you can step back and say, oh, but for the grace of God, go I. Yeah. Because we're all struggling in this world to try to make the best life that has been given to us, yeah. to make the best of it, be the best version of ourselves. But to be strong and independent, you need to know, you know what? I could go there too. Yeah, I could think sure. that too. I could feel that way too. But I'm not going to condemn you or judge you for where you're at. Yeah, I mean, I think independence requires incredible humility tucked inside of our confidence. And you know what else it also requires? The most independent, strong women don't think they have it all figured out. They're Seriously? willing to, they're willing to go to others that they trust and respect for needed wisdom, for advice, for those who have tackled the task they're trying to do. You're, you're so wise to go to somebody who's been there or who hasn't been there, but you trust their decision-making, their input, their perspective. That's one of the best ways to continue to progress in your confidence and in your independence is to get advice from others around you. Well, and it's not everybody you meet on the street. It is <laughs> not an Instagram, <laughs> not on Instagram or, you know, every little article you could read about the same thing. The best one is women, you know, yeah that you understand their strength and the wisdom trust. that's been built in them. Mm -hmm. And you have trust that they only have your best interest at heart. It kind of goes back to your independence is bolstered by healthy relationships. The most important relationship that we have to rely on for healthy independence is the God we serve. Mm -hmm. If we can't depend on him, in our independence, there is no place else that we can go, truly. Um, he knows us completely. He loves us without conditions. He is faithful even when we're not. Mm -hmm. And our independence means we depend on him. Yeah. Yeah, it's almost like this is going to feel like we're throwing out everything else we've already said. Like you have this healthy independence, but the Bible teaches that it's only through Christ's strength that we can do anything. And it's like, yes, we mean both of those. Yes, we do. <laughs> and it's yes, not it contradictory. Make sense. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we get from our relationship with God. He provides that discernment that we need, that we can make good decisions and, and steps in life. You know, he gives us the hope that we rely on when we're wavering. You know, the joy that sometimes feels distant when we're going through a hard time. These are the these are the benefits of putting our dependence on God in all things. Yeah, and it gives us the wisdom that we need to face, whether we're single, whether we're not, whether it's whatever's thrust upon us, and contentment hmm. wherever we are, which is a big part of being independent, is finding contentment in where you are. And the best source of that, indeed, is through God. We say through God, but you may not have that relationship or if you do are you treating it as a one-on-one -on -one, as a I am independently dependent on you and you alone have you started with meeting him have you walked with him have you followed him 
that's the only way to actually build the relationship because it's not you and three other people who have a relationship with God. It's you and him. Yeah, I think that's a good reminder. I mean, we're talking about how important our relationship with God is and and there's so much peace in knowing that it is a one-on-one. You know, it's an interdependence in our relationship with God. He chose to send Jesus and we when we put our faith in him, he literally walks with us every step of the way and he knows us, he knows our hearts, he knows our needs even before we're willing or able to speak them and that, you know, that interchange of closeness and connectedness that is available to us because of Jesus and through the Holy Spirit, it can bolster our independence. When we really truly get to the highest levels here on earth that we could experience of feeling at peace with who we are, I believe that ultimately comes with that connected relationship with God where we recognize that he made us, he's going to carry us, he's with us through all things. And so you can step in confidence knowing that you won't get it all right perfectly, but that he covers over those mistakes and he continues to show you the way day by day. One of the things that we fall back in when we go build a relationship with God, talk to him, do all of that, it almost feels overwhelming. So how much time? What do I need to do? How do I need to do it? And it feels like there's this list Mm. of here's what I have to do to actually build that relationship. But there's something I read recently where there was an older Christian man who spoke to Billy Sunday. Now, Billy Sunday was the Billy Graham before there was a Billy Graham. Interesting. I've never heard of Sunday. Yeah. He totally got overshadowed by Graham. Uh, He did. He absolutely did. But of his era, he was the Billy Graham. But when he came to the Lord, this older Christian said, Billy, spend 15 minutes a day talking to God, 15 minutes listening to God, 15 minutes talking to others about God, and you will never fall away. That's 45 minutes a day. Interesting. And it doesn't have to be all at once. Can I just clarify that? Yes. I read that and I thought that makes so much sense. So maybe you're, maybe you're 15 minutes listening to God is that quieter time in the morning, but you can talk more than 15 minutes a day to God. If you sprinkle it in throughout the day and talking about God, well, what does that mean? That's talking to your children. That's interjecting, you know, faith into conversations that you have throughout the day. I think that's so doable. And if we just kind of put that little marker in our minds of the 15, 15, 15, that's such a meaningful and helpful guide to focus on. This is how I know I'm investing in my relationship with God so that I'll not fall away, not in a way of fear, but in a, these are the steps that I'm taking to connect myself closely tether myself to Jesus, knowing that that's how I'm going to have the strongest chance of healthy independence and interdependence in this life. I love that. Let's put that in the show notes so people don't forget it. Absolutely. It's a good one. So this Independence Day, this 4th of July, as we go celebrate with picnics and fireworks and sparklers Mm. and, you know, the the lighted red, white, and blue stuff, uh, let's appreciate our country, but let's remember our personal independence as well. For sure. Dar, I love how you have been faithfully picking a verse to end our episode for a while now. What do you have for us today? The Bible verse for this episode, it comes from Galatians 5.13. For you were called to freedom, brothers and sisters. Only do not use your freedom as an opportunity for the flesh, but through love serve one another. So happy Independence Day, friends. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll catch you next time. 
Thanks for tuning in to another episode of This Grit and Grace Life. Make sure you've subscribed and rated and reviewed the show so more friends can find us. You can also share about this episode on your social media or send it to a friend you think it could help. You can find everything we talked about in this episode on our website, gritandgracelife.com, where you'll also find plenty of other articles from other women answering questions you may have.